It's a Monday, and several loose tires and trips into the wall causes some problems, but they would not stop Martin Truex from getting his first win at his home track, and we are here for the speed. All right, what's up, guys? Happy Monday. This is DJ. I'm with Here for the Speed. I am always joined by... That was your... Me. Well, you're not always. Me, Jake. (laughs) I have have my You're most of the time. Most Most of the time. time. I'm kind of reliable. Yeah. Number one Brad Kizoski fan. Matthew. E. So, uh, it was a Monday, so we had to try to uh, watch it when we could. Um how did everyone do? Did we all get? I I can tell you, I, I did pretty not, good. I, I made about eighty five percent. I watched stage two and three. I didn't get. I, a chance I mainly to see one. listened to it. I listened to. It. Oh, I, it was good because it started right at my lunch break, so I did pretty good there. I have a long lunch break, and then uh, from there I was able to like kind of listen and tune in here and there. Yeah, Matt, I know you didn't have real good ser- service. No, where actually, you were. I mean, I got to start. <laughs> I watched pretty much stage one in and out, and then I missed all of stage two, and then I, I kind of jumped back into like the last hundred laps or so. You didn't miss a whole lot in between there. I didn't think so. I mean, there was a few was cautions, true. but I don't know really. What. I think I think Bell <clears throat> spun out. Bell somewhere. had I know something happen. Yeah, Amarola spun out. He just couldn't figure it out. Hit the wall. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love how you say like he, Amarola couldn't figure it out, but it was literally his tire. Like fell off. You should have figured out how to drive it better. The tire would have stayed on. <laughs> I don't. Oh, okay. I don't think that's how it works, Matt. Hey, listen, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, if, professionals. If they you try, professionally if, know if, how not to wreck. Yes, it's called park the car. There you go. <laughs> Full of Williams. Oh my god. <laughs> it done. was it was crazy that they struggled getting that wheel on and still didn't get it on. Yeah, that was kind of because he had a long pit stop there too, where they. They were about to go around. They came back, jacked it back up, worked on it, got it, da, 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 and then then went around, finished the pit stop, and it still still fell off. I wonder why they're like. I feel like there's certain tracks that always seem to have this kind of problem, and I wonder if it's. Wonder if there's like some like something with the package, maybe with the ride height or something, and the fenders being a certain you know. Too know. low or something? I don't know. I mean, Maybe they can't get the tires all the way in. I, I don't know. I mean, they had plenty of room on pit road. Like, it's not really the tightest pit road. Like, it's it's not known for being a struggle. Um, I just think it comes down to execution, you know? I mean, I, I think it comes down to you're running out of time. You're in the top 10. The pressure is probably the – or top five even. <clears throat> pressure is probably the highest it's been all year on your team. Yeah. And you got to perform. Yeah. Pressure I mean, is definitely building know? now. We're We're definitely into that, you know – getting into the playoff swing. Yeah. There's there's a lot of time running out for some of these guys that haven't necessarily locked themselves in. Yep. So pretty much. And this was Eric Amarola's chance and you know his pit crews probably doing everything they can. You got Martin Truex over here just I mean every pit stop was on insane fire. Insane fast. All the Toyotas I noticed, they were dropping like 9.5s almost. <laughs> Not Christopher Bell. <laughs> uh, he had one bad one from what I saw. I think saw. he had 3. Did he have 3? He had at least 2. I know At the first two. pit stop was bad. I think he, he, had he dropped one. like a 12-second or 13-second. Which is it funny because literally, what, two years ago, that was, like, amazing? That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I mean, Isn't Truex, it crazy they remove people that are like, pit stops are going to slow down so much, and they've sped up. Yeah, well, the lug I mean, that last that. pit stop, two-tire change was a four-second stop. I think it, it does, but not, not, but not a lot. crazy. I think they've just gotten that freaking good. Not the three or four seconds that we have now. No, yeah, I mean yeah. a two-tire stop was four to five seconds, which is insane. Like whoa! <laughs> like we're yeah. we're starting to get into Formula One like numbers. Like, yes, that's insane. 
Um, so yeah, so I mean, we we got to watch most of it. Um, so what do we think of the race? What did you guys think overall? For Let's the parts about. I saw, I really liked it. I thought it was a really good race. I didn't like. It was a typical Martin Truex domination. Yeah, every he, time it that's is. How, that's how he wins, right? But every time, every that's time how he wins, he dominates the race. Yep. But I felt like it was closer than it usually is. Like mm-hmm. it was. It you didn't see Martin Truex have a four to five second lead. He I had that, maybe that's a, all the cautions at a the end. Point eight, a you know a point. Yeah, but five, even like, yeah, but even leading into the, like the stage two and stuff like that, his lead I think was only what like three or four seconds if that yeah and and blaney was blaney looked like he might have a car to beat him oh yeah at one point and i think that penalty just basically killed penalty killed him and he uh overdrove the front i mean you could just tell he was he was getting everything he could out of it yeah he just he said he killed the front tires yeah but the thing is even martin like they were saying with martin was struggling because because blaney was putting so much pressure on him martin was you know trying to find a new line and it, he was saying like I can't go up any higher. If I go up higher, I lose it. I'm I'm slipping and everything. So, all in all, I mean, yeah, I thought it was it, it was a pretty good race. I thought for the most part, it's it's tough because every like we say multiple times, every time that he wins, it's usually he pretty much dominates the whole race, and it's kind of boring up in the front. There was some better racing, but I think it was still kind of a. I mean, like we were talking about our show sheet today, and it was like, well, what do we talk about? It's like, um, uh, I don't know. Like, there wasn't a yeah. whole lot of of topics that came up. I mean, I don't, I don't know. All right, so let me butt in here. So, yeah, I kind of disagree a little bit, and I think that's part of that's because you know the race finished. We were all still at work. We had a couple hours Could of work be. to wrap up. Nice yeah. one. Doesn't she know we're on the podcast? You know, isn't she watching? <laughs> <laughs> she texted me and said, "Are you guys on the podcast?" I said, "Yes." <laughs> And if you didn't answer, <laughs> like, no. So I mean, but we're, we're we're normally we're sitting down during post race to start getting ready to go live on YouTube and everything. And now we're three four hours removed. A yeah, lot's happened true. in between then, so we're trying to compile our thoughts because I think a lot did happen <clears> in this race. Uh, we saw a lot of uh, pit road mistakes, uh, speeding or dragging, running over equipment, dragging equipment out of the box, um, tires falling off. Uh, that was a result of Noah yeah. Gregson's crash. Was same thing. He yeah, was on the he was on. Out? He was on yeah. his outlap after his pit stop. Tire fell off. Wow. You, you can even see the lug nut fall <clears> off. Because they were saying the it might have been the brakes, but I, I couldn't. Yeah, that's that what they're saying. But he said in his post-race interview, which I'm not sure they showed on TV, but I saw it on Twitter, um, or I guess to say post-incident, was that he was on his outlap, um, and so it, and the tire fell off. So there was a lot of lot loose of, tires. A lot today. of pit road issues today. Yeah, but I think in all, I think this was. So I'm not a. A huge fan of New Hampshire. I don't really think it's that great, uh, but this this surprised me a lot today. I mean, how was wide was race. how wide was the racing group? There, Five yeah. lanes. The thing well, that four I, plus the apron. So there was, you had your preferred. <laughs> yeah, depending like, on who was driving, they were on the apron. Yeah, you you had your preferred lane, but you could run other lanes. Yeah, I know? feel like the second and the third were the preferred. I felt like the arching, but was you a could lot make different. passes yes. in one and four. I was noticing that like the whoever was on like the say like the third line. It was really weird because, like, their entry would be, like, really fast. Yeah. Then the middle of the turn, you know, probably second and first lanes would start to go, start to pull ahead. And then by the time they'd come out of two, the third lane just had all this momentum. It was like they arched wide and then cut tight and gassed it. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It It was was weird, but I thought it was interesting. For which which lane? Probably the third. third So they were probably going from lane two to three. 
Yeah. And then so they what happens is it went all the way to first. It so was, what, it what happens wild. is they're diming the corner, so they're coming in off the wall, across the second lane, and it it looks really weird because of how wide and how just big the corner radius is. Yeah. But yeah, basically you drive that thing in way deep, and then get it to turn, and you point it out. But you really instead of having a smooth arc, it's really a, more of like a diamond shape. Oh. Huh. But yeah, it's called diamonding the corner. Yeah. Where you're gonna go across the it different It seemed lanes. to work for some guy. Like there was like <clears throat> Chastain who didn't have a great day, but I would notice like that was how he was making up all his time was people would be on, you know, in lane two or three or so and he'd be out in three and four doing that diamond yeah. kind of thing and was able to, you know, on the straightaways, because of the momentum off of the back of the turns, he was able to kind of pass them on the straightaways. Can you explain why the inside line could not restart as well as the outside i don't know probably something to do with the asphalt you think so yeah i was like it's just it was, it was so was, consistent it wasn't like because it was they, every single restart like if you chose the inside you you were going back to third yep you yeah. know you might have that chance but you're, you're going gonna to you're gonna lose a car length maybe a car and a half at yeah. least it was bad yeah. but it was it was we, not we only see that series, we see that at some tracks too. too i we noticed that. there's I some noticed, tracks there's um, a characteristic about i think that. it was logano on one of the last ones he was on the inside and it looked like he just spun the tires so, yeah. the only so thing I don't I, know if it's more. It must be a lot less grip down there. I, I was gonna say maybe um, because you're pretty much everybody's running up against the wall at that part of the racetrack. Perhaps the, in the straightaway against the wall, there's more rubber. It's really the only thing I can think of, unless there's just a different characteristic in the asphalt. You know, yeah, who but, knows? Uh, I mean, it could be, it could be even you know, they pave it in eight foot sections, right, or ten foot, depending on the racetrack or right. whatever. So it could be that that that's section of pavement it's just has more grip than when they paved the second line it just we'll, we'll see that if you pay attention you'll see that throughout the year we seem like we saw it a lot at the beginning of the year and it kind of went away yeah. yeah you know but now it's start, it kind of seems like it's starting to come back a little bit yeah. i don't know we've had some weird races in between well the last few have been a really weird yeah i mean what are we three in a row in a rain delay well, if you count the Four rain, the weather that affected what was it, Kentucky or what? It was the first Chicago. Uh, it was the, no, the one before Chicago, Kansas, uh, Nashville. Kansas. Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. That's the one. Sorry, Nashville. They had to push the start time up because of weather. Yep. Yeah. So literally every single one of NBC's broadcasts so far has been affected by weather. Yeah. Like Four in a row. Four in a row weather affected races. Yeah. Three of them that were either cut short or <clears throat> delayed or whatever. It's the vortex theory. Who was it on Twitter that was posted? It's like, look, bad Brad. I, was it Brad? <laughs> yes, it's like thirteen building years. submarines, buying takes, getting on board with the vortex theory. It's true, officially, man. you keep the vortex falling off the deep end, <laughs> dude. If he comes out and he's like, they're turning the frogs gay, I'm just gonna lose it. <laughs> he comes out and starts talking. Get an like, Alex Jones sponsor. Oh my gosh, an Infowars sponsor. Infowars. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that'd be hilarious. The Infowars. Ford Mustang. <laughs> I have to ma- might have to make that up on iRacing. Oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. Have a gay frog on the side of the car. <laughs> you just put the lizard the lizard hybrid. We're making the frogs gay. Lizard hi- uh, human hybrids like somewhere oh in there. Gosh. <laughs> oh right. yeah, well, let's bring that's, it back. Yep, that's a, that's a <laughs> rabbit hole. Um, all right, so do we think so? The problem we've had with with New Hampshire is it's never. I shouldn't say it's never. It's traditionally has not been one of the better races, right? Like we were talking last week, even how we we're like, man, do we even need to go to this track anymore? Like, should we cut this one and get something else? Yeah. Is do we think that the is it a short track package or is it a track issue? 
No, here. I, I mean, would so what'd you think of the race? Did you like it or not? I mean, I, I loved everything I saw today. Like I'm like I've been a I've been like what you're saying, like not on the New Hampshire bandwagon. But if you bring that back with this tire having good fall off, where it had a it had they enough did fall bring, off. They where did bring you a new do, tire this week. I know. Yeah. But it had enough fall off where you could do two or four. And there was some difference, so it just created some strategy, man. It was super refreshing. Yeah. I think it did. I don't know how much. So overall, I, I enjoyed the race. Like I would say, it was good, but it there just wasn't. If it, how do I say this? Without the cautions that happened, like the random, the random stuff, right? This would have, I think, been a fairly boring race. But then again. Is that also just because it's True X and True X always has boring races when he wins? I don't know. I didn't think this race was boring. I well, didn't I, I didn't. I don't think it was boring. There just wasn't a lot of action. So is my man. Opinion. I don't know. This is by far, in my opinion, the best short track of the year. Uh, I don't want to say that. Uh, Name one better. Richmond. I thought Richmond no. was a lot better. Richmond no was way. a lot better. I thought I so. Richmond is overrated. You just like the lobster. That's why. <laughs> I mean, I do like lobster, <laughs> but no. But I mean, I I think coming from the new tire, which created some wear, I do which think we the didn't tire, really have. The at new Richmond. tire was better. That did right. help. But we didn't have that at Richmond. No, you had more aggressive driving. Didn't have that at Richmond. True. Did they, I mean they were they were driving freaking? They were hanging it all out. I think Jones was That's trying to hit said. every single thing but the pace car. Do you see? I I kind of felt bad for Gibbs and Bowman. Oh yeah. Everybody was just driving into them. I was like, bro, this is unwarranted. Like you, did you see all the times Bowman I don't got hit? How many times are they gonna start blaming Chastain? Yeah, like Bowman, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bowman doesn't stop lifting because like it was. I was like, man, this is ridiculous. I would be. Yeah. I didn't really see it. They didn't, I didn't think they this. really broadcasted it that much. There was one. There was one specific got, incident. I thought he came down on. It was when he. It was. It was, was toward it, like the fifty to go. Yeah, it was toward the end. And Bowman. Went up and came down, and Ty I don't Gibbs think he was came there. Down. I thought he came down. When you looked at the overhead shot, that's the lane he's going to have to take to not drive into the outside wall coming out of two. Yeah, but he also has, he to has know nowhere who to he's go. He's around, huh? He's around a a rookie. Like you got to know who you're around. No, yeah, but no, do no, you? No, no, but do you? No. Live? I completely disagree. Ty Gibbs, one hundred percent, stuck it in there, hoping it would work, and it was never going to work. Bowman didn't have room to go any higher. Like yeah. he could have, he could I, I have, see the he could have right the there at the racetrack. He could have right there in that racetrack gone higher, but then he never would have made the corner exit. Never. Yeah. Even if he would have slowed down, three of them were not fitting right there. In my opinion, from what that's I saw. True. Yeah. So I, that's where I'm kind of like, you got to be as Ty Gibbs, you got to be a little smarter there and be like, you're just not going to make that stick. It's yeah. just not going to work. Three yeah. not going to work. Yeah. But I, I mean, that speaks to the whole race was super aggressive. It was. I thought they were racing each other like dogs, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't think it was a bad race, but I don't think it was like one of my favorite races of the this year. This was either. the best Richmond now, race I've ever seen. The pro- here's well, another it's thing. New Hampshire, so sorry. This was the best Richmond. This was. DJ got me messed up on that Richmond. No. So I think, it, however, to be fair to this track in this race, we came off of Chicago, and Atlanta, which were both. Very exciting, I thought. Yeah. And then we come into this race. So is it kind of we got used to a high and now we're kind of dipping down? I still think it's a great race. Well, okay, but you you are like it's down here. It's not Atlanta great. Yeah, come on. Man, okay, Atlanta and New Hampshire are apples and oranges. You can't compare them. Agreed. But I would say as far as short tracks go with this new car, this was the best short track race. Is Gateway a short track? Huh? Gateway is a short track, right? 
No, I don't no. think so. No. It's I, close. I hate Gateway. I think it's a little bad. more like Dover, I, I think. I do not like Gateway. I thought, I thought Dover was like, great this year. I like I kind of like Dover Gateway though. Yeah, I like Gateway. It's boring. I like Gateway because it kind of it kind of pushed the machines to the limit. I mean, yeah. I mean, you saw a I lot of you saw parts failures. That's yeah, I mean, I kind of like that. Or were they just using cheap parts cuz it's Gateway? Like, <laughs> oh, we'll put on the B parts. Okay, that's a ridiculous comment. <laughs> you never know. All righty. Um, but I mean, I think I like that about Gateway. The racing wasn't super phenomenal, but I mean, the the restarts were really yeah. good. And then you saw parts failures. I like I like that, man. It definitely like, the cautions definitely helped. Like definitely helped make it and because like toward the end because I think if you had just let this race play out, it was going to be a, an obvious domination by Truex. And I think having those like last few cautions definitely helped kind of spice things up a little yeah. bit toward the end. Definitely helped it. Um, like I said, I don't think it was a bad race. I just don't think it was a great race. Like, I'm kind of just like, it was good. Like, I don't know. I've been there. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, oh, man. See, I, I, I'm, I'm different, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for New Hampshire. Yeah, I like, know you're different. Year. You're wearing, like, rose-colored Whatever. star glasses. I'm, I'm excited for uh, New Hampshire next year. I am too. I think with the new package and the stuff that they are kind of working on, I think it it's really close. I guess I guess the benchmark for me is if I can't wait, if I'm if I'm excited for the race the next year, then it's a good race and or maybe great race. It's only like there's only yeah, a few okay. races like Char- like Coke 600. That was a great race. Yeah. Atlanta, great race. Charlotte or Chicago Street course, I wouldn't put that as a great. No, it was it was good. It was good. I want to yeah. see it again next year. It was good. Yeah. So, but for New Hampshire to be, I never cared for New Hampshire at all. Then to flip to okay, now I want to. I'm I'm happy this is on the schedule. Yeah, like that. That to me is checking the box. Like, yeah, I liked I liked what I saw today. I mean, what else did you want to see? You saw guys struggling with handling. You saw guys uh, multiple racing lanes. You saw tire fall off, Brad and you saw really guys <laughs> wrecking uh, on their own because they just lost it. Yeah. What else do you want? What else could the race give you? And what we saw side by side, two and three yard racing for 10, 15 laps for into a, little a while. restart. Like, Fair enough. I got a question for you. I don't you know guys. what else yeah. you want from a short track. Would your answer be different if you picked Martin Truex Jr. in I your did. fantasy? Oh, you did? Yeah. I, th- I didn't think you did. Yeah, no, I totally picked Truex. Oh, and okay, I had good. Larson. He was in third. So hey, If you didn't pick Truex, you <laughs> were... You, you know what's funny was Megan. Why is everyone picking Truex? And it's like, like well... She didn't watch practice. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I saw your text and I was like... Oh, maybe he didn't pick Truex. I didn't go back. I was, I was <laughs> no, totally. I, I was it like, should be a great race. You for see you, my yeah. response? I was like, I don't know. He's been hit or miss. I yeah. might change him. I was never gonna change him. Bro. <laughs> I was wondering I was about to, that. Like, trick the whole group. <laughs> oh, I was wondering about because I was like, no, because if I listen to Jake, then it's gonna. Just, if anything, I was trying to deter Jeff so I could try to make some ground on him, <laughs> which I think we did this week. Yeah, I got so Lewis said he didn't like the race either. Just FYI. What? That's all right. Yeah. He's not a NASCAR fan. It's his first year. Okay, I got uh, a real anyway. question here. So, okay, yeah, go ahead, Matt. Okay. Are we as NASCAR fans the minority of race fans? Because I feel like every other motorsport, people do not like passing. If you if you win the pole, you're destined to win the race, and that's a great race for you. I feel, yeah, I feel like in NASCAR, I feel like you're talking about F1. F1 and IndyCar. Usually IndyCar, whoever wins the pole is going to win that race. It's, I mean, it happened this weekend. It happened the weekend I before. I think that's street courses, though, in general. I think that's yeah. street courses. But street courses are, too, are very tight. They still have millions of fans. Yeah, but the but the biggest the biggest IndyCar race is the Indy 500, which has a tremendous amount of passing. Uh, yes, but 
week in and week out, NASCAR fans crave and want I, passing. I, I yes. think I think you know it, what I, mean? I think it's a you if you look at IndyCar and oval, I also, you see I also a lot think of about, passing. Uh, dirt yeah. cars. So I think I think like, a lot of the time when you're you watching know dirt cars and spur cars, like whoever's starting that race is typically going to the, win it. I think unless the difference there's, a, there's though, a huge issue. The difference is is I think Formula One fans and NASCAR fans are very different. They want different things. Like yeah. the core fan, I should say. Like a NASCAR fan, we want to see what? Door banging. We want to see tough fighting. We want to see bumper to bumper. We want to see him going at it. I want right? a good race. We want pass. But see, that's what would we there describe as a good race. There wasn't a lot of passing at this race, that's but it was still a good race. Okay. You didn't think there was a lot of passing? No, not for the lead, no. Martin Truex Jr. Like, like see, I don't care 280 about, I don't care laps. About yeah, the but lead. the lead is not what the whole race, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The camera's on the leader the most. I don't think it was today. I felt like we were. That's because they were like, like we were in split were, cameras know, I, the entire I, race. I felt were. like it was fifty percent Martin Truex Jr., fifty percent the rest of the field. Yeah, that's a pretty good split, though. Yeah, you got to cover the leader. Yeah, so one race to yeah, thirty-nine. Because, okay, okay. <laughs> let me put it to you this way: Martin Truex sponsor. I don't remember. I don't know how to say their name. Reese, 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 yeah. Reese whatever. Do you want your leading? Your car is leading the race. I get it. I want the TV time. I get my it. car's leading. I just want to. I just feel like as NASCAR fans, we crave a good race, a lot of door banging, a lot yep. of passing. I think Formula you know, One looks more into the strategy. Like just, the, the strategy of I, it. I, the, I agree with you. Formula One and NASCAR are not even. The, the fans the are fans, different. That's jump why you don't see a lot other, of crossover. Nah, jump on any other motorsport. Pick one. Whoever usually wins the pole is going to win the race. It's so typical. It's I don't know. I don't, but I don't know most of the races you're check. looking at are road course, street course racing that you're thinking. Yeah, of. I mean, think about like when There's we go to local. Other kind. Think, think about like what we watch on Flow or go to New Smyrna. It's not like that at all. Usually, that's, who starts in the front car, is short win track it. oval racing does not. It it like DJ said when you're in a street course and you're in an aero sensitive car There's, like an Indy car, F1 car, you can't risk. You can't. Put a bumper on a guy and go for a pass. It's just two completely different types of racing. It's better to you go just can't. during so the So you have to stops. beat him on strategy. So if you would prefer the beating and banging style of passing, you're not going to be as drawn to the clean and or strategy passing. I don't know. I still feel like a minority. <laughs> well, I mean, NASCAR is one of the biggest motorsports in the world, so I think we're safe in not being a minority. <laughs> <laughs> For now, NASCAR is still are. the biggest motorsports in the United States by far. By a lot, not even close. Yeah, huh. ARCA has more views than Indy. How about this? ARCA has more views than IndyCar does on a lot of their races. That's sad. How do they have so much money? <laughs> How ARCA? I don't think they have any money. No, I think he means Indy. How does oh, Indy? Indy? Have? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> their sponsorship model must work out way better. I don't know. Not sponsorship, but their business model must just work way better. Matt and Roger Penske's like, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. Come on, we're going to get another cash. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think they're just not even the same. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like every other motorsport is like, eh, we don't really. Care I feel for like passing. to go back to your to your dirt thing. I think, I mean, if you show up and you have the exact right setup and you nail it, and you qualify good, you go through your pre- prelims good. Your heat race is good. You're going to have good starting position. And if you've nailed the setup, like, yeah. it's just, if you've nailed the setup, you've nailed the setup. I just don't yeah, see how that's Everybody else is still searching for that. Then it makes it difficult. But I mean, it's like, a, the Eldora so, Million was a phenomenal race. I didn't watch it. Oh, it was good. I think it also depends on. So Dale Jr. made a comment. We talked about it before where even if it's a race like today where Martin Drex led pretty much the whole race, 
there's still good racing happening somewhere on that track and you have to find it. Uh-huh. So I think it depends too on like the broadcast looking at like Fox and we rag on them all the time, but they aren't as good at showing the battles in the back of the pack, the battles happening in 10th, 15th, 20th. I Whereas guess that's what I liked about this race. NBC, too. they did, they do a better job of highlighting all those battles. Um, so I, I, I guess think that that's helps. what I liked about this race is there was battling throughout the entire field. There was all race long. Yeah. You know, the first five or six would get kind of strung out, but from from sixth, seventh, eighth on back, it was a freaking dog fight. Yeah, I thought it was a I really mean, good race. I can appreciate a, a fight for 10th almost as much as a fight for the lead. At this point in the season, it's important. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. You know, Every point you. matters. We're getting to the point of the season There's where what, now. There's, three, three drivers that are separated by like three points? A handful of points. I was just going to look that up. That's, yeah. Now, that's just to get into the playoffs, right? Yeah. Now, also, what you don't really see unless you really start looking is the the, the regular season standing. Mm-hmm. You have to move all the leaders around because their wins don't go to that bonus yes. yet. So you can even say you're running fourth. Every couple points you get to try to get third is more playoff points, too. More playoff points. And that's points, something the broadcast doesn't really get on. More, more money Every to the teams. spot matters for no matter – I don't care if you have five wins. Yep. Every spot still matters. Exactly. Unless you are leading the championship by a mile. Man, Michael McDowell and Daniel Suarez are 16th and 17th by one point. Yeah. yeah. And Bubba Wallace is in by just two points. Yep. Yeah, they're all within three points of each they other. They are all extremely happy, Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> right? Um, all right, so let's move on to our next topic because uh, we've been on that one for a while. Uh, Ross Chastain officially becomes the new home for the sponsor that is Bush. Bush. So uh, Kevin Harvick, spon- longtime sponsor of Bush, is going to be going to Chastain. Uh, what do we think of that? Was that? I mean, we've been talking about. We kind of expected this. This has been talked yeah, about I mean, forever. Obviously, we're pretty big uh, Ross Chastain fans, so I think that's pretty exciting yeah. uh, to see him kind of land something so big. I heard a rumor today that Advent Health may be looking for. Uh, for another opportunity somewhere else. Really? Because it sounds like Bush took that spot. Because track, Trackhouse sells out. Like, they're probably well, almost sold out for next year. There is. We'll talk they about sell it. out way in advance. We'll talk about it a little bit more in the About It, Not About It. We have a topic that I think might play into that. Yeah, I mean, do so. sponsors really get into, like, conflict of interest? What do you mean? I don't really think Advent Health and Bush Beer. They want to be the main title. It's just about being top dog. Be on the car. Well, it's think about, okay, let's say... Bush let's probably say, wants the whole car. It's, it's like this. So you know Kubota has a small handful of races. Right. Jockey has a small handful of races. There, uh, there's Mahindra. a handful of sponsors yep, that, that have a small uh, handful of races, right? They only do like three or four a year, like the, the Magical Vacation Planners. Yeah. We, when we moose. talk to them, they do four races. Via Moose is another one. Yep. So if you have a bunch of those and you have one sponsor that's going to do 16, say, I'm just throwing a number out there. And let's just say this is just a I'm just saying let's say they're going to pay you 5 million a year to do those 16 races. I'm not saying I don't have any idea what the sponsorship yeah. costs. And then you get Bush Beer comes in there, "Hey, we'll do it and we'll pay you 8 million a year." Okay, yeah. you unless you have a signed contract with this other sponsor, they're out. Yep. And Bush is going to take over that figuratively, you know, 16 race. And then if Suarez is almost sold out, that means you no longer have a place for Advent Health. Yeah, which has been a pretty good sponsor and been with. And again, Chastain we don't for know for sure. It's just a rumor that they may be leaving. Yeah, I could see them changing and maybe. Actually, I heard. Oh, another rumor is the uh, Project Ninety One could get a lot more support because they have the Advent Health money. Maybe. 
Uh, so that's possible. Please turn the thing off. Sorry. <laughs> that's the second time, Matt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, this is not hugely, like, you know, life-changing news. We definitely heard that. Um, so it's nothing, like, majorly different. Um, but, nonetheless, it's still something that, I mean, it's big news. This is something that... I think that move last year, the uh, the watermelon crawl kind of cemented this and was like, man, if we could be on that guy's car, look, think of all the, the oh amount of things. so much attention last year. Like, Dude. You could only imagine, like, they were just itching. Oh, you know it. Yeah. They were just, they were ready to fill out the paperwork. Yeah. Well, I think Bush Bush's advertisement that's not race-centered is all about the everyman, the blue-collar man, mm-hmm. and who is the most blue-collar driver in exactly. the field? Exactly. Ross Chastain. It's a perfect match, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. I don't. I don't know unless Stuart Haas hired Ross Chastain. I don't. I don't see Bush even staying with Stuart Haas. Obviously, you're Stuart Haas. This is a massive blow. Yeah. And you're potentially losing Eric Almarola this year. And Smithfield if he leaves. Yeah. Because so if you lose Eric, you lose There's a potential to lose. Well, you've lost one, but there's a potential to lose another major partner. I mean, Stuart Haas could be in really big trouble next year. Could be. And you see the 41 is sponsored a lot by Haas Automation. Yeah. Um, I think the 14 even has a few of those. I mean. Yeah, who's the four going to get? Who knows? Yeah. Not 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 mentioned yet. I mean, there is a. I mean, maybe Mobile One, maybe. I think yeah. Mo- Mobile, Mobile One only one. Not for the Mobile whole One time. only does a few few yeah, a handful a of races um, across multiple cars. Does Josh Berry have any like money with like sponsors that he? The only with? thing I can think of is maybe Bass Pro because that's what he has right now. But it's yeah, uh, but that's a pretty. But like, Bass Pro is already on Austin Dillon and Martin Truex. Truex. I don't yeah. see that changing unless. Martin Truex leaves, then maybe Bass Pro goes to Stuart Haas. That could be a thing. But with Truex running like this, actually, can we talk about Truex real oh, quick? Because I don't think it's in the about it, not about it, not. as far as his whether he's going to retire or not. No. So everybody keeps saying, man, if he keeps running this good, maybe he's going to not, not retire. Maybe he'll stay. I think the opposite. I think he's going to go out the top dog. Higher than anyone so else has ever It's funny gone you out. say that because before, when I remember I was saying I was listening to interviews with him and uh, and Gibbs, uh, with uh, uh, Coach Gibbs about it, and he even made a comment that, man, it'd be great to, like, win a championship and ride out on the, into the sunset. like And so it's right. like. <laughs> I'm calling it now. If he wins. If he wins a championship, he does not race next year. Okay. We'll see. I don't know. I'm telling you, bro. It could be. He could. Because he was, he was, it was interesting. In that interview, he was talking about buying a bass boat. He's like, I've been trying to buy one for five years, and he's like, I can't make up my mind which one I want. And he's like, That's the problem. Like, I can't. Ma-. He's like, I'm really bad at big decisions. I'm pretty sure he could just. Buy I them think. All. He, <laughs> did you see? He got asked this week if he is reconsidering uh, retiring after he qualified really, really well and no, ran a great practice. See that one. He just ignored the question. He doesn't. I'm know. telling you, bro. He's he hasn't made a decision, but it's going to come down to. If he wins a championship and, oh, he he'll can, go out. and he if he can leave on a higher level than anyone else ever has, yep, he'll be off in the sunset. Yep, I I, I could agree with that. I could go with that. I'm I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised. So yeah, we're pretty excited for Chastain getting the the Bush sponsor. I think everyone's hoping that there's a and I've heard so many people to ask about a watermelon. Oh, Bush. you know it's coming. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see that. Like, it's coming. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to try that. Um, all right, moving on to our next topic. It looks like Junior is going to be running in Homestead in the Xfinity race. Yay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> no, I will um, be at that race. 
Yeah, we we it's actually so close. yeah, it's, we're thinking about Yee-yee. it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because we are thinking about going to that one. No, right? because what, the only Not race he normally runs is it's usually like this is going to be the biggest track he's ran since his concussions. Yeah. What? But what track does he normally run? It's normally short Martinsville, tracks. Richmond. Richmond, that's the one. He, he runs did Martinsville last year. year. Um, he didn't, not Bristol. What was it? Was he's running Bristol this year? Was it okay? It's Bristol yeah, we, this year. We should go to Bristol. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> one one weekend at a time. Yeah. Um, get all right. Daytona. Make sure we survive, and then we'll plan for the next month. Go to Bristol. The next month, go to we'll Homestead. To. That's the only way we can do it. Yeah. Um, we so live our life one weekend at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Always cool to see Junior get back in the car. I mean, yeah. I don't. I I'm don't. Kinda think su- I'm kind of surprised to see him run on a big track like this. That's Which Homestead is a, I don't want to say like safe, like because racing is so dangerous, but you don't really see a lot of. I don't. I can't think of any like big wrecks in recent memory. It'll at, be at interesting because you know Homestead is obviously known for having a lot of different grooves, a lot of different lanes, yeah. very wide so, racetrack. Yeah, very wide. So it'll be interesting to see if someone like junior who obviously has a whole lot more experience than most of the guys in the field is that gonna help kind of level the playing field for him a little bit more and help him do better is he still going to be behind the eight ball because obviously these guys are racing every week and he's not yeah i I think we're gonna see a lot of that it's tough to say i do i think you're gonna see a lot of that i think if he could sneak away with like a top 10 finish i think it'd be a great day for him that's Yeah. yeah yeah We're jumping in a car at a track he hasn't I, raced I think in like, too, like we have to six temper, years, eight years. Like, we have yeah. to temper our expectations too, or at least I do, because uh, Junior Motorsports is not, they're just missing it this year. That change they did in the off season with limiting the the rear um, the rear end movement has significantly hurt them. I think it's drivers. I mean that's that's part of it. Yeah, probably to a part uh, to a point. Um, so, all right, let's, uh, you guys got anything else you want to add to that topic or no, I think just, we're good. Okay. Just making sure. Um, so let's look, move on to Kyle Bush had a rough day today. Yes, he did. Sorry, Lewis. Rough day, rough um, weekend. Yeah. Well, specifically a rough day, but yeah, he had a rough weekend in general. You got to see what all the other cars looked like from the back. Yeah. It's unusual <laughs> for him. <laughs> so, um, so that, that car was just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Awful. blowing. But then on the opposite side, no, it was loose. Austin <laughs> Dillon was able to run up front for some of the race. Yeah, I it think, was weird. I think something about that car was just awful. Yeah, I mean, but how much of it is because he used the same car, right? They just fixed the rear yes, end. Yes, they did. I yeah, believe so. something. Something with that race car was just evil and just <laughs> not good. Something was possessed. I I wonder maybe how not that much. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But like maybe I wonder sometimes what. Like, cause Kyle's safe in the playoffs, right? He's got three three wins, I think, this year already. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah so good. it's like, how much is is the team just trying things? Uh, at this point? I, there's probably some of that. So I wonder how much there's of it's like, hey, you know, you're you're pretty much a lock at this point for at least I'd say the round of eight. Um, mm. you know, as long as you don't totally. I think implode. he's probably not not a lock, but uh, hey, I'd say he he, he should be able to. Pretty fairly easily get to the I, round of eight because he's been running good too. Yeah, you yeah. Know, just so based those on those two things together, he should. You if know, they, if, he, if everything keeps going how it is, he should be able to make it to the round of eight. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm wondering I if that's they're why they're. Stuff. I think they are. I didn't think about that. Yeah, they're just trying weird stuff. I think they are. And it was probably Fubard from hitting the wall. So. I mean, that I'm sure that didn't help. It was already messed up in practice. It, yeah. He was horrible in practice. Yeah, it was bad. From the first lap, it was just something where that car was jacked. And again, yeah. you can't. I I don't really blame 
Kyle Busch for it because he's won at the track with Toyota. So he yeah. obviously knows how to run the track. Yeah. Now, Toyota's got the flat race, flat oval thing down. Yeah. I wonder if they were really good last year. I bet you they're going to be good at Pocono. Yes. <laughs> I bet you Toyota's going to be good. They probably will be. Um, so, all right. So let's move into our about it, not about it topics. Um, I'm about so it. So you don't even know what it is yet. I'm about the topics. Oh, okay. I'm about the segment. Yeah. I'm about you guys. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this, for anyone just tuning in, this is our about it, not where about I it topic. <laughs> that really hit me where I live. Perfect. Um, this is our about it, not about it topics. Basically, I'll throw out a topic and we say whether we're about it or we're not about it. The first one, and this one might go on for a bit. Shane Van Gisbergen is making waves in NASCAR and might actually come and race next year full time. He's said that he has had talks with different people and that there has been a lot of chatter about it. And his uh, team owner, the guy he currently drives for, has said if he wants to go and race NASCAR, that he will not stop them. He will not stop them. By that meaning, he has another contract year uh, for 24 and he would let the contract go. Correct. Under, I'm sure, under some specific circumstances or whatever. A lot of money. So... (laughs) What do we think of that news? Do we like the idea of Let, him Let's just in? do our about it, not about it, and then, then we can go, go into open yes. discussion, right? I'm about it. I think he'd be great for the sport. I'm go about ahead. it, depending on the team. <laughs> <laughs> he replaces RFK in the number six car. Not about it. <laughs> Get him out of here. Um, yeah, I'm totally about it. I think it's a good – I think anytime you can bring in a driver from another you know, discipline, I think that's good for the sport, good for, for just about anything, as long as they're good. Don't bring them in, and then they're absolutely terrible, right? But this guy's already won. So, <laughs> He's clearly a great driver. Rick yes. Rare, Rick Ware Racing hires him on, and they finally start winning. <laughs> <How> <laughs> I do don't you, think I don't think he can make. So those now cars you're not win. about it. So not I don't think it. he can make those cars. So win. so then that leaves the obvious. I would not be about that because that would not be good <laughs> nah, for that PR. Would, honestly, he needs if he's gonna come in, he's got to come in a car that can win. Yeah, yeah, because that's so, gonna create the international buzz. Yeah. You know. And so that's something where we were kind of talking about it, like where do we, where are the most likely places for him to land? So I think first is probably is Trackhouse with a third team. Yeah. No. Well, really? here, so here's here's something interesting that we kind of were talking about with the Trackhouse thing. Advent Health. They need a place to go. They already have a relationship with Trackhouse. You might be able to get and between him. And maybe Red Bull, because he does a lot with Red Bull, bring Red Bull into the sport. Oh, no. Now, the only problem is, is, I did hear that there might be a problem with bringing Red Bull into Trackhouse because Suarez is a uh, Coke driver and Coke owns Monster Energy. All right. All right. Yep. We'll figure it out. So let's back this up. There's a lot. Here's here's a hurdle with Trackhouse. What charter? Yeah, charter. So sounds like like Spire has come out and said they are not selling a charter. Stuart Haas? What I heard today, unlikely, was uh, their deal with Ford probably requires them to have four cars, so that that they don't have a charter for sale. Nope. <clears throat> that leaves you who, Rick Ware Racing, and Live Fast Racing. Is that the name of it? The seventy-eight f- car. Yes. That Is leaves that BJ McLeod. Yeah. Yeah. Live Fast. That leaves you probably the only three charters that would possibly be for sale. Correct. I, I agree. Yeah. And if Rick Ware hasn't sold one yet, what makes you think he is? Also, do we know what 
a charter is valued at? Does anybody know? Well, that's. I think the TV deal is honestly going to hinge this entire conversation. But until that's done, we don't know. Right. Now, I did see something. And the, the reason the reason is is part of that TV deal. Part of the negotiations is the teams are arguing that the charter becomes a permanent fixture. It's on a. It's on a. Uh, what's it? A five-year by five-year renewal kind of agreement. Of years. Yeah, so they they did it for five years. Then they have the NASCAR has the right to want to renew it or not, whatever, et cetera. It's very complicated. But basically the teams are saying, hey, we'll sign this new deal if you meet our terms. And one of the terms is the charter agreement has to be permanent from now on. So the value of the charter will never go away, which – yeah. There's there's pluses and minuses to Can it. You just yeah. imagine if this whole TV deal like falls through and all these charters are worth nothing. That <laughs> would that would just listen. that would be a problem. That man. would be Bad. not good. Yeah, that would be insane. If the charters become devalued, I would. I mean, now we're getting off into a rabbit hole. Yeah, I know. But I I could we're see here for. I could see <laughs> Trackhouse and a few of these other teams. Maybe not your Hendrick. Maybe not your Gibbs. But I could see some of these teams leaving and starting their own series. It might. So something interesting, something interesting I saw was live fast racing. I I think it is. It was last in owners points last year. Yep. They're trending last this year. And if they're, if it's three years, I believe it is. If they are has the option to to pull it, revolt, revoke. So yeah. So there's no way that happens, dude. I I know, but it's just NASCAR has an emergency clause. To cover any situation, whenever. Agreed. Like when they shorten the Chicago race before halfway, there's a clause in there that says basically, I won't try to quote it because I don't <laughs> know, but basically says NASCAR can do whatever it wants in the you know in the event in, of whatever. Well, yeah. they can do whatever they want in in the uh, you know in the Look at me. effort to I'm make the the, the <laughs> best possible racing experience, kind of yeah. whatever. So they have the right to do whatever they want. So that clause is in there. There's no way the act. I I don't no think way. so, but they may feel the pressure to sell their charter. And then what? It, oh, that's true. So yeah, what I'm that's saying true. is, if so, just so that way they don't lose out on. Man, what if NASCAR does pull it on us, and then we get nothing? At least if we sell it this year, we. But still again, get what money. do you what do you value it at? I have that I couldn't tell you. If you're track house, let's say you don't know. I mean, what was the last charter? Last number I heard for a charter that was for sale was 30 million. I thought it was over 20, but I knew it was over 20. Yeah. So is Trackhouse going to take a 30 dollar a 30 million dollar risk for something they don't know? I don't know. Pitbull. Yes. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, okay, I mean, Pitbull, actually, yes. I mean maybe. He, he, I mean, what's 30 million to this guy? Mr. Worldwide. I, I don't know. I feel like it's still a lot of money. I mean, it is, but I don't know. I just think He's got enough sponsorship that he. Anyway, long story short, with with them, as I do think there's an option, but I think you know he's already got a relationship with Trackhouse. Trackhouse has the Project 91. Now he might start and just be a road course only guy for next year, and maybe he just runs the road course temporarily. That'd probably be the smartest. And then that way you can kind of build sponsors, and then that'll give you at I least don't another think you year. Really got to worry about this guy qualifying to get in the race. No, <laughs> it's not about that. It's about the money payout at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. That's where it's at. Because okay. if you're not a charter team, you don't get squad for money. Yeah. That, so that's. But this guy, I think, has got enough sponsorship that I think he's going to be fine. Another option, of course, is Stuart Haas. I, I said it after Chicago. I was like, dude, if I'm Stuart Haas, that guy is, is in my office the next day. Yeah. Because you're you're in. I don't think they got enough money to pay him. I would find it. 
<laughs> well, they just lost it. <laughs> I know, but but the thing is, okay, you're look at where we're they're at now. They lost Bush. Yep. Right. They lo- they have replaced Kevin Harvick, but obviously sponsorship is hurting. They yeah, are. How worried are you to be Barry? Sorry, not to cut you off, but <laughs> hold on. Can I read you a funny stat? Oh, geez. Uh, SVG is only two spots behind in the point standings behind BJ McLeod. wow (laughs) but no like sorry josh barry is like yeah i got a great car and now he doesn't have a sponsor yeah what what does he do he drives as best he can and hopes that someone lines up um you know you you might have eric amarola that might leave and if they leave he leaves then you're losing smithfield um you know then you got to look at okay if this guy comes into Stuart haas you know Bring in, try to bring in Red Bull, which would be a huge deal in NASCAR because Red Bull's not in the sport at all. Right. So that would be a huge new sponsor, new market. That would, I think, be a really exciting thing. And you, if you're Stuart Haas at this point, I mean, what do you got to lose? Yeah. Because, I mean, you're in serious trouble. You're at the point where you got to start throwing some Harold Marys and hope you can land something. Here's an idea. What about 77 car for SVG? The problem is... is is he gonna want? Is car. he gonna want to run in a car that's, you know, Spire Motorsports has been making gains. For example, yes. Ty Dillon finished twenty six this week. That's a gain. Mm, that's yeah, better that's, than what they've been running. I agree. Talk about a guy who jumped in the car at a brand new track and won it. Yeah, a part time. I just don't know if he's yeah, gonna want a time car. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> if I'm not going to top tier equipment, I don't. I don't know what he I'm doesn't. Doing. The other option Why could, risk it? could go Ford like a thirty eight replace Gilliland. It's not a bad ride. He could probably yeah. make that work. Well, I mean, we've seen what McDowell can do with, with front row. I'm pretty sure McDowell's going to go to that 10 car. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised but at that, all. But that was going to be my other car. My Is other pick was going to be front row. SVG to, to the 10 car. Yeah. That's kind of what I was. I think is most likely. Probably don't have a Red Bull sponsor conflict there either. That's the thing. Because that was what I was saying. Uh, I don't know if you heard. Like, There's a might be a f- conflict with Suarez being a Coke driver. Yeah. But it's Suarez and like if it's not the same guy, then maybe not. You know, I don't know. But I, I mean, know. Trackhouse makes the most sense as like the quote unquote international team with Suarez. If and Trackhouse can SPG. get a... Uh, a third charter? A third charter, then yeah, that makes phenomenal sense. Yeah. I think they will. They might. Listen, I see NASCAR well, in I think the, here, here's goal. the thing, right? You got Dale Jr. looking for a charter. You got 2311. Is he really looking, though? Huh? Is he really looking? There's just not one for sale right now, basically what Jr. said. He said it's not financially important right now. What do you mean? He said no. He said he said he wants to go in and buy one and run the team by him. Run the team like in junior motorsports. It's a junior motorsports cup team. There's offers to go and there's opportunities to go and partner with somebody, but you're just partnering. You're not running the cup team. And he wants to run the cup team, and there's no opportunity for that. To me, that means there's no charters for sale. So that I nobody, mean, as far as I know, no team has raised their hand saying like, "Hey, we'll look for offers." Every yeah, one of them is like, that, 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 that last charter, yeah. that last charter that was for sale for like thirty million was last year. Yeah, which one was that? That was I don't know who it was, but there was reportedly that Dale Jr. was saying he was looking at buying a charter, but the number the price was thirty million. The last one that I remember that was uh, Chip Ganassi when they went up for sale. That was the last one I can remember specifically. But the last one that was sold that was for Trackhouse. So yeah, yeah I mean, that was two years ago. That was for Trackhouse. Uh, beginning of last year. Yeah, yeah, because last year was. 
uh, Chastain's <laughs> first one. year of yeah. Chastain and two car team. Yeah, I so, think um, I don't know. Yeah, because there's and that's the other thing. Like, are is NASCAR at a point where they need to open up more charters? Yes, fifty card field. Let's I think they should. I think they should add four more. But Denny Hamlin makes a great point of like he said early on in his podcast, um, like first couple weeks, it would be great to have Dale Jr. and twenty three eleven have some more charters, and some of these teams have more charters. That would be great. But then the problem is that the takes D-value. money away from everybody else. Yep. Not just devalue. It takes money from the pot from everybody else. Yep. Which yeah, is already a system that's difficult for what maybe to make two money. years. If they're still steadily going up. And they're you know fifteen million a year. Like, what are we? What are we looking? You hear my computer? Yeah. What was I that? Thought that was yours. No, that wasn't mine. Oh no, because I have my anyway. computer running through my monitor. Sorry. <laughs> no, doesn't it? Like, I feel like after two years it would just be obsolete. And yeah, you're gonna take a hit up front, but it's still gonna gain, and you'll get back to where you were. I see it as a short term problem. You talking about the charter? Diluting the pot. I just I see think, it I think that the problem is you pay you're paying out 36 spots, so if you devalue that by four more spots, now you have 40 spots. I mean that's a pretty significant percentage. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that's what I get. That's, I get that's the, basically I, I get I the percentage issue. <laughs> I'm not like that it's intelligent. Almost, it's almost a 10 percent devaluation in what your payout could be. 10 <sighs> percent. That's a lot, man. 10 percent less of what you got before. We're getting before. Correct, if you have 36 but spots, it you're going just to 40 increase spots. later down the road? Because if you're allowing more teams, more drivers, who's, you're going who's, to increase it. Yeah, but who's paying out more money? This is the, the money that the teams Isn't make comes from the, comes from the purse money. Right. Right. So the, you know how Bob Pockers always posts the purse? Like, oh, oh, yeah. It's okay, like I eight, nine million. Yeah. That's great. That's not what's paid out at that race that week. Yeah. That's part of the combined purse that all goes to the end of the year money for owner's points. Oh, gotcha. Some of that is some race winning. Some of that is different things. But There's uh, different. That's very complicated. The, yeah. the, the the huge slice of that pie is what's get paid out at the end of the year. That's why on DBC they were talking about, you know, a hundred uh, point penalty. Like that's hurts a lot now and a hundred thousand dollar fine hurts now but it's actually way more than that because the hundred points equivalates into millions of dollars at the because end of, the of the position of where they finish yeah. yeah so it's it's a bigger blow financially than it really is standing wise which i'm fine with this whole structure because it makes the playoffs even more important because it affects your payout at the end of the year which yeah. I, I think, think is phenomenal i think they should still add the extra charters in my opinion, well, I think they should make because it. I, you once know what? You bring here, here, in, here's if you counter offer to Denny Hamlin's make them all infinite. Okay, but we're going to bring four more in and give them who we want to, or give them give them a buy-in price of two million, something. You know that NASCAR can say, okay, we're going to bring four more charters in. Say we sell them for five million each. That's twenty million dollars of revenue. We're going to split it between all the teams. You get a nice little chunk of change to, to agree to bring these other teams in. Yeah, does that end up balancing out to work? What's the, the number loss? to make it? Yeah, to balance out. You yeah, because you you need Dale Jr. in the sport as yes. a cup owner. You need it. You need more track house cars. <laughs> you need more twenty three eleven cars. Twenty three eleven is another good one. Yeah, they go. I think unfortunately twenty three eleven is definitely overshadowed by track house, but they're definitely doing a lot of the similar things. Yep. So I, I think it's definitely, yeah, they're definitely a good thing, too. Um, that so was a long topic. I told you it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I knew There's we gonna, a lot to unpack. There man. was a lot in that statement. So I right. think most likely he goes to the 10 car, though. I think Stuart I'm Haas leaning is to most the 10 likely. car. 
That's I as much as I want him to go to track house. No, nah, he's going. There's to just house. not that many rides available. That's the problem. So if he but goes he anywhere, can't even drive, he can't even come over to NASCAR until 2025 anyways. No, that's not no. true. I thought you said his no, contract's no, no. up. It, his it contract's is. up, but his owner I, came out and said... I didn't explain that fully, I don't think. The owner came out and said if he wants to leave for 24, they'll let the contract you guys go. Are just, you have your own information. <laughs> no, some of us fair. read Twitter. <laughs> we don't just scroll and look at the pretty pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you got so much time to do that throughout the day. <laughs> no, yeah, so yeah, right. so his, uh, his owner, uh, the team owner did come out and say that oh, yeah, okay. basically yeah, he'd he let would, him out they would let him out of the he, he's his exact cool. words were something like if he wants to do that i wouldn't if it was immediate way. yeah i'd probably say the time car yeah that's kind of what i'm 2023 thinking. he signed for daytona time car i think yeah. next week we should i think go anything into, less would be an insult i think we should go deep into a silly season oh, predictions and stuff into next week it's gonna be wild now that he's in it yeah <laughs> like so okay yeah we and could do that Pocono. All right, so um, moving on. Did uh, NASCAR postpone this race too early? Matt, are you about it? Not about it. Uh, man, I'm really on the fence on this one because, one, having the race on Monday is definitely going to hurt your viewership. A lot. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. People are working. They're not going to be able to sit there and watch the race like they would on a Sunday. Yep. Um, I thought it was nice. For the fact that all the teams knew, knew. what was going on. It wasn't a last The fans thing. knew what was going on. Yep. Um, but, man, they, they really just took out all the hope of racing on Sunday. They're <laughs> like, hey, 10 o'clock, you're done. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. <laughs> like, don't even show up. So, I don't know. It was it was a give and take. I'd probably say I'm not about 10 o'clock. I would have been better for, like, a 12 o'clock. But that's just me. Yep. Jake? I'm about it. I think NASCAR made the right decision here. Based off the forecast, there was a flood warning for the area around the racetrack. I just, it seems like they made the right decision. Did it flood? Did it what? Did it flood? I don't know. It was a flood warning. I see. It didn't flood, though. Just a warning. I think they should just race (laughs) the caution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If If you wreck, you need to slow down. This entire race could have went on a wet track. No, I'm just being dumb. No. <laughs> no, I'm just being dumb. <laughs> um, I'm with Jake. I think I think that I would prefer them call it early. Um, so New Hampshire doesn't have lights, right? Nope. And so, it has a sound ordinance of like 820 or 830. Something, something. like that. So they, they can't race super. They can't race nope. late there. And at best, the best I was hearing was that that best they could hope for was going to be like 536 before they it even started. It has yeah. to start at 5 o'clock. Yeah, and they were saying that's the cutoff. Five o'clock is the cutoff. And that was the best hope for weather was that they were going to start at like five thirty. So they were never going to get the full race in. No. So and the thing is, they called it early enough that people going to the track didn't actually like. A lot of them probably weren't there yet. Probably hadn't left. We would have been there. I mean, yes, we would have. But (laughs) we're at o'clock. We're at the track. Let's be honest. We're not normal. So, but (laughs) the thing is, I think. In the long run, I think this is this was the way to handle it. I think calling it early, just saying, "Look, we'll just try again tomorrow." Instead of having everyone wait around, because we all know NASCAR is not very good about providing updates to weather and how the track's going. It's good if we can get an update every hour, hour and a half. Yeah. I think it was just better for them to just be like, "Yep, we'll we'll try tomorrow. Forecast is good. We'll see you tomorrow." Yeah. So that's kind of my take on it, but I mean, it sucks. 
but it is what it, it is. It just like deflated our entire Sunday. It did. It just, <laughs> yeah, kind of killed the hangout. I was like, that's IndyCar, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, moving on to our last about it, not about it topic. Was the race, uh, or I shouldn't say was the race, today's race is postponed to noon, and is that too early in the day? Jake, I'll let you go first. Not about it. Hot trash. They need to push this thing back uh, to the evening. O'clock. Get into Monday. <laughs> Get into Monday primetime. I mean, what in the world else are you going to have on USA or NBC that's going to be better than this on your ratings? I don't know. I haven't looked. I am going to look. But I don't. I mean, Let's 5 o'clock on, on USA, 4 o'clock on USA just sounds tremendously better than yeah noon i just i don't understand that i know the team's got to get out of there i think that's but probably you're what it pushing was. for ratings you need to push it back and get in a good ratings window it's not it even, was a good race too it's not even like though like you know unless I, you're dj I, I mean i didn't think it was bad i just no those whatever. are the exact words he said it was a good race <laughs> i don't know what i said to be honest anyway um yeah so I'm, I'm with you jake i think yeah i think it was it was too early because I could understand it if, like, next week's was, like, you're going to Sonoma or, you know, you're going to, like, the other side of the country yeah. and it's like, hey, we got to get these teams home because they got to blow yeah, up. Yeah, you're still going to the East Coast. You're going to go back to We're Charlotte. We're going to Pocono. Go to Pocono. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not – Pocono it's is probably nice. going to rain there too. Probably. No. Well, so <laughs> far, statistically, <laughs> statistically speaking. We're going to the worst track of the season. No. That's just evil. <laughs> <laughs> this is Matt's favorite track. The triangle, um, it's yeah, so I, I'm with Jake. I think four o'clock would have been better um, because, yeah, trying to, you know, I mean, I will tell you this based on like the little bit I saw, the crowds there, there wasn't a crowd there. No, they, they, I don't think they really showed it. I saw a couple well, clips. New Hampshire was, is a very blue collar state, even though it's up in the Northeast yeah. and very, I think it's very blue. Uh, it's still very blue collar as far as like working. Everybody goes to work on Monday. Yeah, you know, same thing. Same thing with us. I mean, I feel like I mean NASCAR is a blue collar sport, and everybody's going to work. I mean, you need to put it on time when people can watch, or at least like catch the second half of it or something. You know, where you know, like I said, four something, o'clock. Yeah, you know, you start man. off because everyone knows the first half of the races are usually not as interesting. Usually, not always, but I, I'm just not saying. It, okay, I'll just stop. Everybody's allowed <laughs> to have opinions. Even if they're wrong, I know. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's all of our about it, not about it topics. Uh, so, yes. So, uh, because you didn't you know, even ask me, you didn't go. I tried. <laughs> all right, Matt. No, we're prop, already props us. to Megan. We have reruns of Chicago Fire. That's what's happening at four and five o'clock. Are you, are you, not gets, even, not listen, even like, like maybe the new episodes. <laughs> These oh aren't even new God. episodes, these are reruns. I'm going to be watching it right now. Matt, Matt. No, uh, we're already moving on. No, you made a big deal about it. No, what is it? You about it or not? What were we asking again? <laughs> moving on. <laughs> running at noon as opposed was it too early? Like, uh, is running, having it at noon. I don't the think post, it was early Postpone time. Oh we needed a 10 o'clock race. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we needed it for breakfast, 8 a.m. <laughs> right when you're clocking in, start the race. <laughs> Perfect. All right. That's why I didn't ask for your opinion, Matt. All right. <laughs> so, moving on. Imagine people in California. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, four eight. well, I don't know. It depends. Formula One it's fans are like, oh, this is normal. Again, we're the minority. <laughs> I know. All right, so let's move on to our. Can Kuzman you give? And- can you give me that Formula One question again? Well, <laughs> or one? impression? Well, this is normal. Hey, this is normal. It's normal. <laughs> what? Glad, glad to know you think so highly of Formula One. <laughs> well, it's being normal time, isn't it? <laughs> no, you were more like in it. 
<laughs> oh, it's dumb, I know. All right. So, um, the Formula One fan don't like no bumper bank. They don't like no strategy. The Formula uh. <laughs> Press the pass button. Press the pass button. They have a button to make a move. Think yes, about that. They have the overtake button. The your overtake for, your Formula you One impression imagine? sounded like cousins that got married in Alabama. Could you imagine God. if NASCAR <laughs> somehow got a push the pass button? Yeah, it's called a hybrid system. They're, They've they're been working on it. it. They're talking Are they really? About it. Yeah, that's. I just imagine like you just lower the car like <laughs> four inches or something, get closer to the ground. <laughs> you ever no. heard about uh, somebody had that spoiler? They just be holding the button down the whole time. So <laughs> you ever heard yeah. that that story? They had a spoiler back in the day at Daytona on, on, a hydro- on a hydraulic. That would just drop flat. <laughs> so they would go around the track and on the back stretch, they would drop the spoiler flat. And then when they get in the corner, bring it back up for downforce so, and around pit road so everybody could see it look normal. And they'd go back on the back stretch and go back flat. So, Did they have a race with it? It was for qualifying. Oh, God. So, Matt, so in Formula One, there is a system called Curds. Curds. It's a stupid name, I know. What but is it? It's what Cal's Curds. 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 I don't know. I might be wrong. I, it's it's the oh it's DRS I'm sorry I'm thinking Kurds is the pa- push the pass button <laughs> that was a different oh, system from like, what are you talking no, about sorry I'm talking about totally di- full disclosure not an F1 fan so DRS I'm not an F1 fan, <laughs> not an F1 fan. Just stupid DJ uh, <laughs> so DRS okay which is basically the spoiler it has two levels in it right so it has like a regular spoiler and then it has like a, a lip to a second part. DRS basically takes that middle part and just goes whoop, and it just opens, so you have less downforce. <laughs> they use can't it. get over this description. You get the lip and goes to the second lip. Whoop, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying here, bro. It's funny. Sorry. No, it's a sure? great explanation. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I'm learning. Listen, you're learning about the turds. Sorry, I wasn't curds. looking, and <laughs> I was just curds. listening. And it was freaking hilarious. You got the lip, and then the other lip, and the whoop, and then the <laughs> and then they go faster. Well, it's better than the, it's better you when push they, the button. They push whoop, the button, whoop. and it goes, and it just keeps on going. Oh my God. All right. Anyway, wow. <sighs> wow. This right. this we just ran off the deep end. All right. So let's move on to the Kuzmin and Quenz. Quenz. <laughs> Y'all are messing me up. Dang it. Ah! It's okay. I can't read either. <laughs> Kuzmin and Quinn's. Oh, oh, man. God. Y'all got me all messed up. All right. We're moving on to the Kuzmin and Friends question of the week. Much better. Yes, thank you. <sighs> that was better. Okay, so, Jake, what do we got for this week's question? All right. Do you think NASCAR should try to do any international races like overseas? So I'm assuming he's excluding Canada. Get them out of here. Really? <laughs> Canada. Are <laughs> oh, you talking about Canada? Or are you talking- <laughs> I mean, anything that's not part of our continent, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I want to say overseas. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I will say this. I want to see Mexico. For one reason. I don't know. No, I was no, no. talking to one of the teams, the, and they were not excited no, no, no. about Mexico. Here's the only reason I want to see Mexico. What happens to Kyle Busch? Yeah, that would be a fair question. <laughs> He's not allowed to go back to that country. Permanent security. So I will, I will say, let's um, start this question off by, yeah. there was a report that NASCAR basically told the teams, get your passports ready. Yes. No announcement where, whatever, but they told them, get it ready. Because So we obviously are going somewhere. The rumor is we're going to Montreal uh, I think that's cool. I wish. I mean, it's gonna. I think it's gonna replace the Clash. 
is from kind of what I understand. That would be interesting. I really, really, really wish one day the Clash would go back to Daytona. Yeah. It'll never happen, but I can still I dream. wouldn't say never, but it's not likely. It, uh, why when you can go to a new market and go to a different market? I just, as the the, the traditionalist in me, I, I'm, okay, let's do that, but let's do another race. Let's bring the Clash back. You know what would be, okay. <laughs> we'll do an expedition. We'll do an international expedition race, maybe Ex- like in January. Exhibition? Whatever. <laughs> expedition? You're going you're gonna to mess with me I know. on mispronunciation. I have to. I have to now. All right. He's over here. You Questions? Popcorn. Whatever. Quins. <laughs> Quins. What's, um, the, what's the highway over in Europe that you can do like a million miles per hour? Yeah, on? The Autobahn. Autobahn over just in go there. There you go. Just New street a course. Straight run. <laughs> Take him to the Nurburgring. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. God. That would be a mess. That would. No. <laughs> no, I think. Um, I, I like it, man. I'm about it. I wouldn't mind doing it. I don't. I don't want a points race. Uh, somewhere Can't in Japan. A, yeah. I think that'd be fun again. Yeah, but exhibition only. I don't want to see a points race. You know, that's just me. The problem is, is making the teams it, overseas at least making the teams go overseas for an exhibition. It's always been an expedition when we went overseas. I know, but it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's too much, man. It's too much, too hard. What if something goes wrong with one of the forty teams? You can't get over there. Yeah, and now, true. now all of a sudden you're out of a points race. Like, that's, there's too many. There's too many. Um, loose ends that could that could get messed up and get you in trouble and not get you in trouble but you know prevent you from showing up. I will. So I think I think it needs one, to be an expedition. One city or one place I should say that I think would be wild and there's I don't know what they have, but it would be wild to see something in like Dubai. Yeah, they got that enough. Mo- they got enough money. They could just build a whole new track for them. Kind of real. Like they got stupid money over there. So huge market. I mean, gorgeous area uh, as far as architecture and stuff like that. You could do something really cool over there. Hey, wh- I mean, that would be something I think that would just be unique. It would just be different. I know Formula One goes to, was it Abu Dhabi uh, for one of their races or Yas Marina or wherever that track is. So it's somewhere over there. I don't know exactly the, the geography of over there, but I think, you know, somehow in Dubai would be a really cool thing. So if I, if that's going to be mine. Dubai. I just, I don't. I, I, I don't I see it happening. Assume that we wouldn't be a big draw in that area. No, probably not. Well, I don't know. They maybe depends on how you do the event. If you can do the event and make it like an ev- like a party, a concerts and all that stuff, and a NASCAR race happens to be it. there, kind of like Chicago was supposed to be, <laughs> not then maybe all the concerts. Um, the another think, one would think, be Australia. Anywhere I, in Australia, especially if uh, Van Gisbergen comes over. Yeah, I think Australia would be a hit. I think um, anywhere in Europe near the UK would probably be a pretty good. Probably the too. smartest. Well, they have I think the so. they have the Euro, the NASCAR Euro Series over there, so you already have that for That's you. True. Um, Japan, it'd be interesting. I mean, you you gotta look at your numbers and look where your audience is. Is Japan a realistic audience? Maybe not. Maybe yes. But I I do think if we do go over there. And go somewhere we shouldn't do a street course or a road course. We should go there and do it. We should do an oval. That's what NASCAR is, uh, even though it seems like we're leaving that. But that that's what that's the pro- I think that's why it never took off before, because they went overseas and they did street courses and road courses. And it made no sense in those cars. Well, this NASCAR only did two road courses a year at the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, now it would make a little more sense. You know, in a street course, now we've done one, but an oval is what NASCAR does. Yeah, you know. 
Yeah, some it'd be nice if you could somehow put like an Atlanta track, right? A small super speedway. That would be, I think, probably. I don't know if that would be perfect, but I think that would be pretty exciting. That would be pretty. But awesome. I don't know they, how you. Everyone over there, they don't like passing. <laughs> so you need to make sure nobody passes. Shut up! You're so weird. <laughs> Megan, Megan said going to uh, Egypt and uh, through the pyramids. <laughs> through the pyramids. That's realistic. Just <laughs> up. I don't think up. <laughs> up, down, up. I think I think what they should do, and we talked about this with the Chicago street course. Is we kind of talked. I I had said that I wish we would go to Chicago and run a short track. I'm not saying a actual build a racetrack, but I'm saying take the streets and make a short track layout out of the streets. You can do that. You know what I mean? Like if you took that Chicago street course and you picked four like two roads that were just real close and you had a couple of ninety degree corners and made it more short track like esque. Square. That'd yeah. Be interesting. Maybe a little maybe a little square. Ovals, triovals, triangles, and squares. That's what our sports come down to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just don't have a good square anymore since they took Andy out. We just need it. <laughs> It's oh the closest God. thing I had to a square. We did lose our square when we lost Indy. That's messed up. Bring it back. That was more of a rectangle, but technically it's Whatever. Close, enough. close enough. Uh she was saying Megan was also saying Australia has too many snakes and stuff. There would be a caution for a giant scorpion or something on the track. That'd be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it would Instead be hilarious. Of a giant lobster, you get a giant scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> you are the scorpion king. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, no. I, I think it would be cool. I just we need to do something that's a little more NASCAR. Yeah, I agree. How can you create that Martinsville playoff vibe? Yeah, that sends people into a frenzy and creates you know like the rivalries other, forever. Like how other, can you create that? I think. Well, okay, so that's the product they got to bring. My thing is, is I think you need to. So if you're gonna do that, because. Martin, building Martinsville would be pretty easy, like as far as the track goes, right? It's pretty pretty simple. Pretty simple. But you would need to make it have one heck of a purse to make sure those drivers. Because if it's an exhibition race, how how you're gonna have drivers be like, nah, I'm not gonna break my car for that's this. a great point. But if you have like you're making ten million dollars off this one, something stupid, some crazy number. Yeah, yeah. That these guys are that these guys are like because even the All Star race. You know, a million dollars to me, that's, I mean, it's a lot of money. and Not anymore. To, but even to these guys, like a million dollars is still a million dollars, but it's not what it used to be. Yeah, they but now to, but the problem is there's like all kind of deals. Like the driver doesn't even get a million dollars. No. He actually, by winning the all-star race, what I heard is most of the contracts is if you win the all-star race is less money than winning an actual race. Yeah, see, that shouldn't happen. That's why, that's why people don't care about the all-star race anymore. Exactly. And that's, I think, part of the issue. So I think if you're going to do an exhibition like this overseas, put some super huge purse on it and tell the crowd about it. Tell the, the fans so the fans know, man, these guys are duking and put So hey, that way they're in there. Here's shoes. a crazy idea. Demolition since, Derby. Since the Clash and the All-Star Race are a winner-take-all format, no points, no nothing, but you do get a playoff berth. A what? A guaranteed playoff? A playoff berth. Oh, okay. You get a playoff spot. That's cool. A guaranteed, whether you win or not, you're in regardless. Yeah. No, it counts as a win towards earning but No, it. but I'm saying, like, even if you're, like, you don't point, you're, like, you're below the cutoff of what no, is no, the 30th it, point. No, it no, counts, it counts as a win, like any other race in the season. I still think you got to put a stupid big amount of money on it, though. Yeah, it's still put a pretty good, pretty good chunk of money on it, but, but so if you, you want to you make you want to make least them 16th? Money? Yeah. I mean that might. You're for some no, of the small no different teams. than if somebody won this week. You're guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. 
Just make it a points race, though. No, no, no points. It's winner take all. You get a playoff berth. That's oh, what's on the line. Oh, that'd be disgusting. Just a playoff berth. <laughs> you would have, you get. You'd, have, you'd have those guys like LaJoy that would just wreck everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that not what we want from the clash at the Coliseum? I mean, yeah. That's true. That'd be pretty baller. Yeah. No points. Just it's, it's a winner so <laughs> take all playoff point system or playoff position. And it's not a guaranteed, right? Like if you don't win one of the other regular playoff races or you know what I mean? Like it, it's like the bottom of the barrel, yeah. right? You still got to perform. You can't be like that can't be the only thing you did all year. And there were 17 winners like you're out, you know, but as long as there's less than 16 winners, you're in. Which usually happens. Bro, that'd be baller. I'd, I'd be I'm cool with it. Try it. See baller. what happens. See what happens. See if that's enough. I don't know. So, all right. So that has been our Kuzman and Friends question of the week. Uh, Matt, what did you guys all say? Where you thought? What well, you guys kind of said? Yeah. You drag race. Drag race. <laughs> Everybody just you start at fifty and you just go. Oh I always God. thought it'd be cool to go to like In somewhere like traffic, somewhere too. with a drag strip like Sonoma. Qualifying is down on the drag strip. Oh my God. <laughs> Make them do a tire change and then take off. Well, start. You got you got thirty six cars, right? Yeah. So you start with thirteen matchups, or sorry, it'd be. 20. Brain. 16 matchups. Yeah. Whatever. Or whatever. You know, and then you go down to eight and you go down to and do all the way down and work it all the way down. And that's how you determine qualifying. That'd be kind of four hour qualifying. I mean, it wouldn't have any <laughs> bearing on the race, but it'd be kind of interesting. No, I mean, it's just totally different. Yeah. It would be kind of, I mean, the drivers would hate it, but yeah, yeah whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm not driving. <laughs> no, uh, there's something, something totally different. Yeah. You know, something different. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that was our Kuzman and Friends question of the week. If you guys have a fr- uh, friend, Tell them about the show. Or a Kuzman. Or you have a Kuzman. <laughs> there may be more than one out there. <laughs> there might be. Um, if well, you I do- think he's married, so there's definitely two. Okay. So He well, probably there- has a mom and a dad, so there's definitely four. Four. Maybe siblings? We're going to stop there because we don't know. Could <laughs> change their name at some point in time? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Anyway. So, yeah, if you have a question that you want to see us answer on the show, send it over to us on Twitter, and we, if we like it, we will add it to the show. All right, so wrapping things up, next week we're heading to Matt's favorite place in the world. It's a triangle. I shouldn't say the favorite place. One of these days we got to take you to Pokemon. Never been. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I heard. A, I heard a party and the race atmosphere is super dope. Yeah, the camping atmosphere is supposed to be really great. Cool. So what are we, anyway, what are we looking forward to at the race other than Matt being excited about going to a triangle? <clears throat> I heard. I heard. Uh, especially we heard it today, but I've I've been hearing that brakes could be a problem. Really? Like gateway. Long straightaways, heavy braking. Especially in, in turn one, one specifically. Yep. So we could see that again as teams are trying to push the limit on. Because obviously, so when the air goes into the brake ducts, right, to cool off the brakes, there is a threshold where you want the brake to be nice and hot. And they talked about this on the broadcast because that makes it work really well. But then the other thing is when you tape up that brake duct, you are reducing drag off the front of the car and making the car faster. So you can build downforce and even set up a little bit if you take more right or more left. So there, there's some changes that can be made to the car there. So I could see them trying to push the limit. You know, just don't do like Joe Gibbs and put the tape underneath the wrap. <laughs> That's Idiot. a no-no. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that again. Um, I don't know. I'm I Pocono. I thought was pretty good last year. I mean, I thought it was good. So I the mean, Xfinity race was wild. I remember Jeb Burton hit that wall and started. That was a crazy. That yeah, was, that, that was. was. Wreck. Um, you know, so I mean, th- it should be a pretty good race. Um, you know, honestly, if it wasn't, wasn't if it wasn't for uh, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch getting DQ'd and Chase Elliott winning, 
I think the race was pretty forgettable. I don't remember anything else besides that. I thought someone else almost flipped in the Cup Series. I know I Hamlin so. took out Chastain. Kurt Busch. This is That's where true. this is where Kurt Busch met his demise. Kurt Busch. That sounds Kurt really Bush. dark. That saying it that way. Jeez. Where he met his demise. <laughs> I mean, he got I think a this is also the first race that Ty Gibbs ran. Yep. In the Cup, so he's officially one year in. Yeah, it's yep. officially over his one first full time NASCAR season. Yep. Take off the rookie stripes. <laughs> no. No, you no. keep those. <laughs> I um, think, um, yeah, there, there's a lot of things like the Kurt Busch incident, Ty Gibbs coming in last minute to fill in. I think, you know, but ex- excluding those things and the, the DQ of Hamlin and Bush, I think other than that, I don't, I don't even remember anything about the race besides Denny Hamlin paying back Ross Chastain. Maybe yeah. maybe this is the race where Chase Elliott finally gets his win and just DQs everyone in front of him. <laughs> they just do it again. <laughs> just 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 DQs them. Just everyone in front. Or just like, <laughs> you are now DQ'd. <laughs> Who do you think is gonna be fast? I think Toyota's gonna be fast again. Uh, Long straightaways, flat corners. Sounds like Toyota. Yeah. They're I don't fast know. Ford, gateway, fast here. I could see Penske being really good, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean they were they were solid today, so I don't know. The last year that Gen 6, uh, Hendrick had this joint down, but it seems like the flat corner racetracks, Joe Gibbs seems to be all over it. Yeah. Not I, just I, Joe Gibbs, but Toy- Toyota. I don't know. I just got to see qualifying. Is there going to be practice? Yeah. There's going to be practice. Pending no rain. <laughs> so no practice. Is there be a race? <laughs> no rain. Is there going to be a race? <laughs> Five weeks in a row, man. I'm going to start drowning. God dang. Yeah. Yeah. It's not raining here. It did today. It definitely a did. little. I mean, yes. It didn't rain on me where it, I was. Well, good for you. It poured on rain on me. <laughs> it, it didn't rain here, like where I was at all. All righty. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, while you guys are just randomly talking about the weather, um, I figure we can go ahead and wrap things up. So, do you guys have anything you want to say before we uh, head out? Yee. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Perfect. Nah, I don't know. I think I think Pocono has the potential to be great. I'm, I'm just pleasantly surprised potential. with New Hampshire. I'll say that oh again. Gosh. You know, I just I think New Hampshire has come a long way. Track surface is really good. Tire wear is really good. I just I think it was pretty good. Pretty good race. Not bad. Yeah, works for me. Not mediocre, as DJ says. Not all the time. Anyway, hey, you should name the episode "Not Mediocre." (laughs) (laughs) See you guys later. See ya.